Kerry Nell, the prosecutor, is now speaking to Johan Stipp. Of the house I saw, the lights were on, and the bathroom window that you showed me, the light was on, yes. So when you looked out, that bathroom window, the light was on? Yes. What did you said? What did you do then? I went back inside the bedroom and I phoned the Silverwood security. Um, there was no answer. I think the phone rang quite a few times. They didn't answer, so I phoned 10111. I think the number must be out of order. Um, I got a funny dialing tone. Um, while I was still busy on the phone, thinking what number to dial next, um, I heard another three loud bangs. What did you think that was? Well, I thought that whoever shot the first time was starting to shoot again, and I told my wife to get away from the window. Why? Well, I thought that if it was shooting, there may be some bullets come flying our way. So I wanted her to, to get out of the way, out okay. of possible harm's way. What happened then? Um, I eventually got through to our security and I spoke to the guard on duty and he said, so I told him what happened, uh, what I heard, and they must please send someone. And he said, yes, they will. They are just waiting for, I think, a duty manager or something to arrive and then they will come. Um, during that time, I think I must have been walking around the room and I found myself outside. You're talking the very softly, Mr. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yes. I'm talking too softly. Um, I was busy talking with them on the phone. I um, put my phone down and I walked out on the balcony again to see if I can see any movement, anything like that. And that's when I heard a man's voice shouting three times, help, help, help. Um, I went back inside the room and we were waiting for the security guards to arrive. Yes. Um, they arrived a few minutes later um, in a white bucky. There were three security guards. And I told them that from the row of houses opposite us, there were shots and screaming, and I think they must go and investigate. You were uh, talking from them. Where were you? Oh, I was still upstairs in, the, in, in our room because we were talking from the balcony. We are talking um, to them down on the street level. Okay. So they got in the car and they drove around in the direction of the row of houses. I went out on the other balcony again, watching them as they went. And as I was standing there, I looked up again towards where the lights were on and the noises um, where it came from. And I noticed that someone was moving in the bathroom through the window from the right to the left. Uh, which bathroom window was that now? Um, it was the bathroom of the accused house. And the condition of the light? Well, it looked the same as before. There weren't any more lights on. It, it was just this, the one... The lights were on there? Yeah. And you saw somebody moving in the, in the bathroom? Yes, I got a distinct impression of a person moving from the right to the left. As you look at the window? Yes. 
You see anything else? No, no. What did you do there? I went back inside my bedroom and my wife and I had a discussion about should I go to see what was going on? I said, I think I should because there may be children involved, maybe it was a family tragedy where a parent shot family. Um, we have kids ourselves, so we don't want anyone else kids to, to get hurt. So I dressed and I first drove down to security just to find out if it was safe. That is the witness Johannes Stipp, the new witness for the prosecution, testifying about what he heard and saw that night in the Oscar Pistorius trial.